I get the sense there's opportunity out of all of this, with that question being posed, what's happened to you, and also the opportunity that's presented by your programme. What can that unlock? Yes, so the unlocking of the what's wrong with you versus what's happened to you line, you know, so you're already starting to um, give people an opportunity to experience positivity and hope rather than negativity and despair that nothing's going to you know going to ever change so we're back to this separation of the person from the events um it's almost like breaking the chain you know removing the millstone two further elements of my work and what I've learned to do um follows on from that and and builds on on that loosening and enlightening which is a very deliberate use of physical activity as a means of of getting people to experience agency so if you're dealing with someone that has had a reactive life in other words they've responded unthinkingly to to events and the manifestations of historical trauma in in their current life a, a sense of no control over themselves and, and the world around them physical activity is a wonderful straightforward mechanism to get people to experience agency over their feelings for example um so i i go for a walk i go for a walk outside i'll feel better okay so i can influence how i feel you know and again we're back to at a physiological level as a carbon-based life form we are designed to move all the body systems function better with with movement and activity and the rest is just you know individual relative levels so my work in a prison environment is how do you take that principle and implement it in practice in that particular place for those particular people who are not particularly physically literate in other words they have low levels of physical capacity and understanding about what their body can do and what you know what normal is and and what the signals how to interpret the body's feedback and the signals so that's the reason I start there. It's a fitness first program. It's not about the fitness. The fitness is just a mechanism and a vehicle for get them to experience control, how to control their bodies. They can control how they look and they can control how they feel. They use physical activity to manage mood. So that's the first thing, again, that starts to continue this progression from uh, I have agency, I have worth, I have strengths, I have an ability to affect myself and what goes on around me. So you're moving into, into this. And the second element that is a feature of my work that I've learned over the years is communality. So we very deliberately do stuff together. So I keep my group together for the duration. We do everything together, eat together, take you know take breaks together as well as do the full-on activity the very deliberate purpose being to get people to experience the support of others and to give them an environment a safe environment where it's okay to support others in return and to role model that and if you remember that these are people that have generally gone through life with very little of that and are perhaps unskilled in giving of that of themselves then 
then again, there's real power in that. And, and a big part of it is, again, at a neurological level, we're fundamentally social animals, which is why, you know, the huge disproportionate of effects of, of you start to deprive people of, of that. So you're giving people reasons to, to get up in a morning and do stuff, you know, building on the human connection to engineer obligation. Yeah, somebody gives a damn about me. Um, somebody's relying on me to do to do X, Y, Z. So giving people an opportunity to be cared about and to reciprocate in return. In other words, to give a damn again. And that's you know a big part of the transition that needs to happen. You're taking you know, people for which there appears to be no hope, given up. The default setting for life in prison is is to just to get through with the minimum effort and making the least waves. Does that then open up the a break in the nonviolent persistent reoffending? The opportunity for that individual to come out of their current sentence, having experienced what you just described, and then not repeat. Because that's the economic benefit, isn't it, for society? Well, it, yeah, it is. It, fundamentally, the, the, the goal here, you know, and certainly with any intervention, therapeutic or not, is you're trying to break a cycle. You, you're trying to break a negative cycle. Now, the reality is equally messy. Because here's the thing, you know, people are complex and the world is a messy place. Um, and the path out and the path to success is is never in a straight line and it's never short and it's never anything that anybody else can give you. It, it, it's got to be your path that, that you own and, and you tread. What that means is there's always going to be setbacks. And the other reality is it's probably going to take longer than you think. So when we talk about breaking the cycle and you know, assisting people to be released and, and to stay on the right path, what actually happens is it's not a clean break in the same way that a, a break from addiction will, will, rarely be, will rarely be clean. There will be relapses. There will be setbacks. And it's the same with this. What you're trying to do is to extend, you know, reduce the frequency of them and to reduce the magnitude and, and the impact. So they become, they become minor and infrequent as opposed to major and, and frequent. But that is the reality. It's never a straight line. It's never short. It's rarely on your first choice timescale. And it's never anything that anyone can provide for you. Because the world is messy and people are complex. But there's still grounds for hope? Yeah. Because all of that you can work with. You know, that, that's the point. You, you can work with all of that. Because actually what you're striving for is... Yeah, the marker is progress, not perfection. So you're just trying to be moving forward, or for many of these people, just moving sideways is also a victory. You're just trying to demonstrate and assimilate markers of progress progressively, even if those are nuanced. You know, how am I a little bit further on this week than I was last week? Yesterday, but you know, today versus yesterday. You might have to get creative about real nuances with your markers, but who cares? What you're trying to do is demonstrate that you're more in control of more of your stuff more of the time. 
And if you have to get creative about the evidence that you choose to focus on to build and maintain a feeling of belief and motivation, then that's just creative accounting and, and kind of whatever works. But, and that's the reality. You're just trying to get progress rather than, and, you know, perfection is, is, is way off. But having said all of that, that's a fundamentally hopeful position. And do prison governors generally see that hope? In my experience, you know, we're, we're back to the model of people come to the party in their own way in their own time. Um, and that may not be on your timescale. So for a prison governor, for example, it may be that, that they and their staff see no evidence of breakthrough during the time someone's incarcerated in, in their particular site. But if that person's participated in, in the activities and engaged with the staff and the people in, in their place, stuff will have been going in, seeds will have been planted, but it may only be that those are manifested much later post-release, which means the people that have been working intimately with them during their incarceration will rarely or not get to see or experience with that unless they get back in touch and go, you know that thing that you did, all the conversation we had X, well, X years down the line, it came home to roost. So the, the recipe is quite simple for tackling this, for breaking this cycle of despair. A, phrasing the question in a different way, rather than what's wrong with you, what's happened to you, giving that person some agency in understanding their own backstory, which perhaps unlocks some thinking around why it is that they keep repeating the same negative behaviours. Things like addiction and drugs can be treated. But the next step, surely, is allowing them to, to break the cycle by flourishing in different ways and experiencing things that they've not been able to do, certainly when they're confined for 23 hours a day, which is where we come into your programme. Yes, and, and part of that is it, it's never too late. Again, one of, one of the, the key realisations for me in, in this work is it's never too late. It's never too late to, to extend a hand, to intervene. It's never too late for somebody to choose to take a different path. Even if historically there's never been any, any chink or evidence or hint that they might be, might be ready. From a, a practitioner point of view, what it means is that even when you're getting nothing back from the people or the person you're working with, no signals, no evidence that, that it's landing and it's taken in, the, the reality is you're still seed planting. Yeah, it's still going in. You're just not getting any evidence that, that it's landing, but it is still happening. So the discipline from a practitioner point of view is to keep giving to keep opening the door, to keep extending the hand. Because my experience is that most people will come to the party, but they'll do it in their own time and in their own way, which means it's never your first choice timescale. Um, and it rarely fits into the, you know, they'll step through the door when, when you're opening it the first time. But they will come 
if you keep giving and keep offering and keep opening. And that's a real tough ask sometimes, you know, particularly if it's, it's at a very intimate level, like it's in your family um, and you're struggling to bring up kids. And it's never too late. It's never too late. As long as but the discipline is to keep offering and, and, and keep giving. And the power fundamentally of the what's happened to you line of inquiry is it separates out the person from the events or the behavior, which means the, the position is very much, there's nothing wrong with you, just some bad stuff happened. <laughs>